welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. It's the third of our away days of this season. Um, with me, Steve Armstrong, is I've got Neil and Matty Mully. Sorry about that. Uh, Liam uh, Greeny off the coach who's with us. And we've got Sam McCarthy as well. We left Manchester at about quarter to nine. Um, we, uh, we've been on the road for quite a while. We've stopped off at a, a pub that look after us. Um, we, uh, we come here a few times down in Newbury. So we're just going to have a little chat before the game and then uh, we'll be back afterwards for some post-match, post-match ranting, judging by the last couple of away games. Um, quick thing though, obviously the big United story of this week, and we can't really not talk about this, is um, Neil, your room in Eindhoven. <laughs> uh, right, this is down to the person I left it to. It's nothing to do with me. The, uh, a lot of people probably who have listened to this have seen the pictures. Um, For those that haven't seen the pictures, and I will put it out after this podcast gets released just so people can realise the sheer deprivation of what you stayed in, can you just describe, first of all, how much you paid for this room and what you saw when you opened the door? It was 90 euros a night and it was um, (laughs) without breakfast, by the way. Breakfast was an extra eight euros. There is no fucking way on this earth I'd have eaten breakfast in there. And uh, there was a bed. There was a bed in there. The the bathroom was made from wooden panels and you were provided your own squeegee uh, to mop up as soon as you'd had a shower or indeed done anything on the toilet. So, hang on. So if you'd had a shit, you had to squeegee it into was it like did you three put at any point <laughs> no <laughs> it, nah, it, it wasn't quite the, the tile wasn't too bad the shower yeah you did have to pretty much as uh, the room flooded you had to spend the next ten minutes pouring it back down the drain and everything there was exposed pipes um, it did look yeah, like Auschwitz to be honest have you seen a picture of this I've seen the pictures yeah. Yeah. it did look like Auschwitz <laughs> it was that it was quite I, I was worried for you if you went for a shower or a shit in there because, to be honest, it looked proper dodgy. What caught my eye on the picture was the, the telly looked pretty modern, um, as in it was wall-mounted and pretty flat screen, but it was mounted facing the MDF bog door. <laughs> Which, which again doesn't sound doesn't sound great on the front. It wasn't as bad as everything sounds on uh, on that description, but yeah, it was uh, it was classic. The person who booked it, we all know who we're talking about. He does it to save about three euros a night. And look, look not, for two things for me, that is, if if he'd done it blind and and it had just been one of them, oh no, look at the state of this, sorry lads, then fair enough. But my understanding is two things. First of all. He went on TripAdvisor and saw it and then saw a price that said 90 euro and then went, that's all right. Without breakfast, this without way. breakfast, yeah, he did, right. absolutely did. And, uh, Are you going to talk to this human being ever again? I wouldn't I have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> and like you said, see, you have to see the pictures to believe it. And do you know what? I really liked Eindhoven. One of my favourite Euro trips for uh, a lot. Did you like it better than Bruges? That you said was nowhere near as good as Blakely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Bruges falls below Blakely. <laughs> to be honest, I think Monaco. Falls below Blake. Yeah, you would. Anyone else go? Anyone else out in Eindhoven? Matt, you, you did the day stop, didn't you? I did, yeah, mate. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I met, met, funnily enough, I had um, I did have a drink in the hotel bar, the, the famous hotel. The bar was all right. I never made it to the room, but... No, I liked it. I, I, it, was, it was a proper... Locals were good. 
Like, you can tell he's a proper football town, Cross City. But um, no, no, he's good, obviously. As, as we tend to say now, barring the football, which is most weeks, so he was all right, it was a real big trip. You must have been quite relieved to have done the day trip, having seen where your kid and Mordy stayed. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's embarrassed the family name. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've been everywhere with Neil. We stayed on we stayed on train station floors, and that's still the worst place he's ever done. So he's, he's dragged the uh, family name through the I, I, When I got home the next day, I saw a rerun of Tenko on UK Gold, and it, all I could think about was the room that you were in. At least you got a free tent. Uh, I'm going to ask... Oh, by the way, Steve, sorry, the, uh, the sheets were quite itchy as well. No, I'm not Those little rug blanket things you get served up, they were waiting on the end of our bed. It was... It was prison. It was strange, guys. In fact, well, well, it's funny you mention that because while you were in that room, someone was at Strangeways on the roof protesting about the conditions that they were in. And do you know what? His cell was probably better than where you were keeping that night. So. I would have thought so. I heard he only come down off the roof when he seen the picture in Neil's room. Said that shit. Some have it worse than me, and he come down. Anyway, warranting, and I thought it was. <laughs> right, anyway, that box is ironed over and off. Um, lads, Greeny, Liam, thoughts on... Obviously, we didn't do too well in midweek performance-wise. What are your thoughts on how that's likely to impact United today? Obviously, we're missing Luke Shaw, so that's a massive miss in my box. Uh, but I think we should do OK. Martial's made a promising start. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, I'm negative anyway, me, so I'm going to be honest. I think we should. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. Here, yeah, here comes this Liam. Bra- Brace yourself, everyone. Here's Liam. The, the only thing is, Shaw will be a massive miss because I hope he doesn't move Blind out to left back because the partnership that him and Smiling have got is really starting to work. Yeah. So I just hope he keeps that. But I reckon we should be all right today because Southampton themselves haven't started off good. But I just hope he keeps Young in the team and doesn't drop him back because I think Rooney will start again today. You know, bring him back. We're going to see if we can get through an entire podcast without my going on about Wayne Rooney in a bit. But I just hope we have a go today. That's all I want. Good attacking football. If we win, it's a bonus. But actually, cross the halfway line. Don't play Fellaini up front on his own. That'll do for me. Um, Southampton's a bit of a popular trip for away travellers, eh? Because of the fact that it takes ages to get there, and our criteria is the longer the better, and we can get, you know, obviously our coach is non-drinking, um, but you know we can uh, we can make the most of the time that we're away for a moment stuff. But um, it's been um, it's been an away fixture that's been pretty good to us in the past. Uh, have you got kind of any any sort of previous sort of memories from United away at Southampton, whether it's at St Mary's or at the Dell? Do you know what my favourite trip here was a couple of years ago when we just signed Van. Percy and for me if if you're writing down your ideal United away trip it's long trip pub stop off on the way and you go behind chasing down the lead and get a last minute winner and for me that had everything we we stopped here on the way we had a a real um, we had a good drink here and then we went to the and it was I think we went went 1-0 down then 2-1 down and it was just it was what Ferguson's United were all about chasing down the lead and then we got to all RM was bouncing we got a last minute win and that that remains one of my favourite trips full stop certainly my favourite trip here it's always a great trip here I quite enjoyed it when we, we sent Harry Redknapp Southampton down as great well. that wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah I agree that, I agree with that completely that, that was a great memory and uh, relegating them as well I remember there was a fair bit of trouble outside the uh, the United we stand bus that day and um, just 
putting them down was delightful. The locals looked hate-filled and... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was a good day, that one. We quite maturely accused Abby Redknapp of being a wife swapper, so that's always a bonus. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, can you? Did he blame that on his dog as well? <laughs> he probably did. Oh, hello, Blackie. Blackie's just popped by. Blackie's just popped by. Um, we were just asking any memories from Southampton away trips. You've done probably 25, 30 of these, so anything spring to mind? 1979, beginning of the season, two-all draw, being outside. Is that the year Thatcher came to power? <laughs> I, I, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it was, I think it was the first game of the season, and we were we came down, and there was loads of Reds without tickets, and they rushed. They people rushed the gate, and everyone got in. And I remember thinking, you know, getting in, and I had my ticket. So when I got back to Old Trafford, uh, United said, I believe there was lots of people who had tickets who didn't get in because of whatever, hooliganism, whatever. So if you bring your ticket, full ticket back, you can have your money back. And I'd gone on a club coach back in 1979, being the younger. And so it paid for Arsenal away the next week because we had Arsenal Super. away. That was a little Anyone remember that first time? Anyone remember Gulf War night? Yeah, I thought it was Pallet. Was it? No, Southampton. League Cup midweek, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and it was a night that the Gulf War broke out. We had it on the radio, didn't we? Yeah. Well, but the thing was, as we were coming home to walk back to Manchester, as you're driving through sort of Newbury and Oxford and all that, um, which is obviously surrounded by a lot of army and RRF places and all that, all the planes were jetting off. And someone said, like, someone's going off here. And then obviously it, it came out that war had broken out. So, you know, it was. You know, illegal war. An Ill- <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Yeah, illegal illegal war. Never strange <laughs> team, so Yeah. Yeah. It was the night OJ Simpson got found not guilty. We were at an away game then. I remember a couple was telling the way and it came over the radio. And we all cheered. I don't know why, just because for whatever reason. And he started swearing wildly. Yeah. About, I can't remember where we were. Quite a racist man at this couple on the back. Yeah. I thought it was, it was even like Palace. It wasn't Southampton. That was a midweek game. If it was Palace, it wouldn't fit well with the Southampton. No. The thing is, what he could have, he could have, he could have, he could have, if it was Palace, he could have gone down for that and and got out before we got home. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the Gulf War night springs to mind. Don't forget, we won a the title there. Do you remember winning the title there? 2000, yeah. 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 Didn't we win it before Easter Monday? And, um, and the lad on our bus got the match ball. Um, Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, go on. Uh, so uh, Paddy O'Neill got the, the match ball and was, um, although we don't allow drinking on the coaches, obviously, but he must have had a few at the ground. Fell asleep on the way back and I signed the match ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently he's now completely devalued it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was in permanent mark. Did you sign it Steve Black or yeah, somebody else? Cheers, yeah. Steve Black. Yeah. You could have put someone else on it. I know. <laughs> I get it. My, my, I, I'm going to probably say something here that could get me into a bit of trouble, but balls to it, I'll say anyway. Yeah, look, do you remember, the, obviously the Moe season didn't go too well, did it? But aways have been great. And um, do you remember that was kind of about the time we started to find midgets funny? <laughs> So, 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 is that... Steve, No, no, but what happened was, we had, do you remember, we had Southampton last away of the season, so I booked one, I booked one for the bus, right, and the problem, and he was North West based, and what happened was, he was doing something in London, and the, the plan was that he'd do whatever in London, he'd come over to Southampton, and meet us after the game, and then get on the coach and just dick about on the way home, which was fine. 
So anyway, gets on the coach on the way home, and we're about, God, we're, we're probably getting towards M5 territory now, so two hours back. And I went in the luggage rack to get my phone out, because I thought, you know, see, see how far we went. And I've got 85 missed calls. And I thought, fuck, what's going on here? You know, thinking something had gone down at home. Anyway, basically, I forgot about this little person that was meant to be getting on the coach out of Southampton. So I ended up leaving him there. So I've got all of these phone calls, right, from this little fella. Half from him and half from his agent. He's a fucking agent, right? He's got an agent screaming and ranting at me. Like, honestly, some of the most offensive voicemails I've ever been left, even worse than some of the... tall bastard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, he's ranting like fuck at me. Um, the little fella's on one. His agent's on one. And then the best of it all was after, you know, he was threatening me with this, threatening that with the other. Even though I paid, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but anyway, the worst of it was, was he, uh, he, th- he said, I, uh, he said, I'll never be able to hire one again in Europe. Yeah, you banned out. Banned in Europe. Yeah, yeah. So there was that one. But then the best one, his last rant at me, which was on another phone call, was where he said, uh, apparently I had been the worst client since Keith Chegwin. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 of course, I'm sitting there thinking, Right, what's Keith Chegwin done that's worse than being left 300 miles from home? Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, anyway, enough of the memories of Southampton. Uh, what and we Keith Chegwin. And Keith, yeah, God. Little people and Keith uh, Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. United We Stand accepts uh, no responsibility for, yeah. Um, what we're on today then. Um, obviously, it's post European away, which is never good for United. What are you expecting? I think we'll win comfortably today. I think um, I think a lot of bad things have been said about Lee Van Gaal. I think we've gone over the top. Football isn't great at the moment, but let's be honest, if we won today, we'd go into second place, all right, in an albeit poor league. But he's putting together some kind of very, very solid team that is going to be difficult to beat. And if he gets the attackers that he wants and he gets the football right, we won't, we're, we're not as bad as everyone makes out. We're just used to a lot higher standard of exciting counter-attack football and we're not getting it. And I think that is our only problem. I think we're a lot better than people make out. I agree. I think that it, it does take time. You're not going to get the change overnight instantly because Van Gaal he, he took over a mess and it's going to take time. Um, and like, there's loads of comparison between him and Moyes and everything like that. But I think you can just see a difference in us. We're not. We're a bit of a joke under Moyes. Where now we're going somewhere. You can see where we're going. Um, and. It's, <laughs> He's, he is building a team nice and slowly, but we will get there eventually. I actually really like Van Gaal, but... He, but you're a dick. But, <laughs> and I know you're not a fan, but he, uh, I like most of what he does. I think he's sold every player I would have sold. I think he's made some players better. I think he's brought some great players in and he's kept Giggsy on. There's so much to like about him, but there's just when it comes to match day nothing seems to happen every game this season so far has looked the same and I don't think he, he attacks enough I don't think he just thinks go for it and I think today will be a dull maybe 1-0 win or maybe 1-0 defeat I'll come back for predictions in a minute Matt your kid mentioned people getting sold um, on the Swansea podcast you uh, you were quite definitive in in your statement that I couldn't you couldn't foresee 
anything else happening on transfer deadline day, which was the day where we tied up De Gea for five years. We sold Chikorito. We also sold... Who else did we sell? We sold Janazai, and we spent £36 million on a centre-forward. Um, it went well for you, didn't it? And I've seen that. Someone wrote in the mag saying about it, like, like I'm Ed Woodward or something, and I knew what was going on. I'm giving opinions. I know, yeah. yeah. I didn't think there would be, but I did say De, I did say De Gea, but I don't think he see Martial coming. Anyway, today, thoughts? I'm, I don't know. I'm not too confident today. I'm a bit... With Van Hal, I'm really conflicted. Like I agree, agree what Blackie Neil and Liam have all said so far. And for me, I like ninety percent of him. And he's a bit like a girl you take out. Who? Have you ever been out with someone that looks like Louis Van Hal? Just out of interest. No, mate. No. Your missus listens to this podcast as well. I should have. Yeah, no, no. But no, he's a, he's a bit. I like ninety percent until match day. He's a bit like taking a girl out, and you go the best, best Italian restaurant, get the best lasagna. You then go the best wine bar afterwards. You take her back to a, a penthouse suite. Where do you take her back? You go. Yeah, in, you go in the toilet. Yeah, you go in the toilet. You come out, and she's asleep on the settee with, with a bottle of blue wicked in her hand. And that's what it's like with Van Hal for me. I really like him. Monday to Friday, I think he's brilliant. And then. I, I like. I think he's a proper United manager. The way he, he conducts himself. We get to match day, and he, his brand of football it, it, it bores me. And whether we win or lose, obviously we all want to win. But whether we win or lose, you should never be bored watching Man United. And too much lately, I have been. And I'm willing to. I think he deserves time. So I think up to now he's done a good job. But I just hope the brand of football changes. You're putting too much Rehypnol in the blue. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's your ball. It's just that balance you're getting wrong. Like Dirty he me. Dirty um, me. I think we'll win 3-0 today. Right. Uh, quick predictions then. Uh, I'm going to go you, Sid. Anything bar 3-1, because that's what I bet on. So we won't win. I think 1-0 win. 2-0. To uh, towards United, yeah. 2-1. 2-1. And then afterwards, you're going to go and presumably ask some young lady whether this cloth smells of chlorine. And then, <laughs> I think one nil. I think one United. One nil. Yeah. Is that everyone? Yeah. Uh, I'm going one all. I don't trust. One all. I don't trust. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, I haven't. Uh, oh, hang on. I might have. No. What I'm going with is I don't trust United at the minute, and I certainly don't trust United post-European. Um, and I think that um, we're we're probably going to make hard word of that today. No, they went out, didn't they? In the yeah. No, I I think we we've struggled to play midweek and then the weekend in the first couple of games of season. So uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll have a chinwag after the game in the coach park where we can have some raw post-match opinion oh, ranting. Yeah, and you can you can imagine what that's going to sound like. But yeah, hopefully United win. But I'm going for the draw. Cheers, lads. It's post-match, uh, Southampton 2, Manchester United 3, bit twitchy near the end uh, after United uh, pretty much had the game by the bollocks and then, as United often do, decided to make it hard work for us. But uh, any, any away win, uh, coming back after the European away trip is always pretty good. Um, I got my prediction pre-game hopelessly wrong, um, but there was a couple of the lads who got it nailed on, so I'm going to have a mooch around as we do after every away trip and uh, try and get a bit of post-match opinion on it and uh, see what people have got to say about that. Um, say, I thought it was a good win. I thought we played all right. It's typical United, don't like enjoy the bloody game. 
And that fucking goal deals me 66 quid, because Romero would have saved that. Didn't you have 3-1? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told you Romero should have started. Come here, lads, quit work for the podcast, thoughts on the match. I had 3-1. I'm a bit pissed off it wasn't 3-1, but I'm fucking well happy that we fucking won. You had another one who had 3-1 on the bet. I had another one that was 3-1 right, on the bet, mate. fucking money on United to score three. We've only done it once in about the last year. Because we beat the Scouts as 3-1, so I got a bit giddy, didn't I? And thinking we might score another three again, which we did, to be fair. It's fair enough. Mike. Uh, we've signed a good one in the Martial anyway. Cheers, cheers for that. Great, great insight. Great insight. Yeah. Quick word for United We Stand podcast. You happy with the result? Oh, absolutely. We were awful in the first half, but that second half we up to everything. You happy with it or not? Absolutely. Good man. Have a safe trip back, mate. No idea who that was, but fucking hell. Um, right, here's our coach. I'm going to try and grab some more people. Currently surrounded by Southampton fans, so that's not looking pretty good either. Right, where are we? Here we go. Right. Right, I'm mooching up to our coach now. You still have Hampton fan, cuss you. Quick word for United Week Stamp Podcast. What are your thoughts on that match, mate? Yeah, your team played brilliant, but your fans are the biggest idiots that come in every year. Cheers <laughs> for that. It's a great compliment. Nice one. Lads. We've just been called idiots by Southampton fans. Right, United Week Stamp Podcast. Hiya. Thoughts on the match? <laughs> Thoughts of the match, three points, fucking close to say, wicked, done, yeah. job done. Nice, yeah, that'll do. How are you, mate? Right. Yeah, I'm good, Si. Uh, well done on the North Run, by the way. Oh, thank you very and much. And how much? Yeah. 650 quid for cancer research. 653 pounds. Is it exactly. true your legs still the same colour of a pair of Adidas Hardwicks? Yeah, yeah, the green ones. <laughs> <laughs> cracking result today, cracking result. 3 2. Bit of squeaky bum time at the end, but you know, we got the points anyway, so happy days, happy days. How are you going? How are we doing, Woody? Not bad, not bad. Better after seeing some decent second half football. That third goal. How long do we have that ball for that third goal? Got a bit four or five minutes. Before we scored a brilliant result. Not the best first half, but improved again in the second. I just don't know how that Depay's keeping Ashley Young out of the team at the minute. Yeah, he's finding life a bit tough, isn't he? In the Premier League, in Europe, he's all right. Yeah. Um, he's finding going a bit tough. He, uh, you can't argue with what Anthony Marshall's done so far, can you? No, so I don't know. Who's, who's this kid? <laughs> no one can say his name. Waste the, mo- waste, waste the money. <laughs> yeah, well, no, one, no, no, one's, no one's worked out. Apparently, someone said the way to pronounce it is the way Liam Gallagher would say Marshall. I'm not talking like that cunt. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was told, anyway. Anyway, he's, anyway uh, he's, he did well, didn't he? He did very well. I mean, where's he come from? First goal, great. Uh, second goal, great take. <laughs> and no one can say his name, that's a good That's a good thing. We're all singing what a waste of money because I can't pronounce his name. Here's Paz, I'll grab Paz for a quick chat. Paz! Paz, quick. Paz, come in, mate. Chat for the podcast. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, Are you seriously 54? Uh, well, 50, 54, 55. Uh, you look about 30, though, don't you? Anyway, uh, thoughts on the match? <laughs> thoughts on the match? Plenty of possession again. Uh, maybe we should have gone on, killed the game off totally. Hanging on at the end. Um, I thought we were hanging on big time at the end. You know, why, are we, why are we sitting back? You know, at the end of the day, the kid up front, he, look, he looks a total talent, doesn't he? Cool, calm. He's not blasted it. Passed it into the net two twice now. I think we should have buried them together. First half, maybe, you know, they were probably better. But after that, I think we should have... Uh, why, why do we sit back all the time, Steve? Why do we sit back? Now, look, three points. 
got to be happy with that. Three goals. Two behind them, blue fuckers. Get on the bus and enjoy your birthday, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Have you had that cake yet? I've had a lot of cake this week. I've seen you Tuesday night. I wasn't in a good way. And I bet you don't remember seeing me, do you? No. 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 No, I don't. Did I? At 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Do you remember walking along? Well, no, that. you back in a taxi. It's come as a massive shock because I thought I was in bed at three. No. See you later. Definitely were, mate. Matty. Hi, mate. Yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit better. Come out of the way of these, these good people who want to go on. So, you happy with that or not? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did say before I didn't want to be bored. Prefer not to spend the last 10 minutes shitting myself, right? <laughs> but it was. Uh, no, it was better. I thought up to the first goal, we weren't really in it. Scott kind of scored out of nothing, but we looked a genuine threat second half. The pace up front has made a world of difference. The new lad Marshall has made a me uh, me missus sent me a text after the second goal saying like we, we've not had a striker since Van Nistelrooy's been that calm in front of goal like Connor right, right Connor right when your missus hears this podcast she's going to fucking leave you so no, make yeah. the most of it when you reply <laughs> yeah. yeah. Con quick word for the podcast enjoy the game I can't really remember it, but it was all right. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you won't remember hanging on like a fucking homesick turd in the last five <laughs> minutes, then, will you? Yeah. yeah. I do remember being pretty worried towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was stressing a little bit. Yeah. Me too. We'd have took it at the start, though, wouldn't we? Oh, right, absolutely. How yeah. I feel? Yeah, it's all right. You look mashed, mate. All right, let me go and find someone who isn't mashed. <laughs> Sam, all right, mate. That's what I'm saying, Sam. There's Neil. Come here, Neil. How are you, say? All right, you happy with that? Very happy. Do you know what? Most enjoyable away game for a while. I really enjoyed it. I, uh, Steve Black will back me up on this. I said it looks like a game will win 3-2 today. When did you say that? Uh, about on five minutes in, Steve backed me <laughs> In the ground? It was quite open. Yeah, I might not have said exactly that, but no, I thought we played really well. Um, the only problem is it feels like no game's ever, ever won quite easily and I think that'll cost us long term for challenging for the title but yeah, yeah should we just enjoy this for today absolutely I think Marshall's looking great um, we've got better options up front now I just think we all, we've got more of pace in the team I think we played really well um, our new French kid's done alright Annie. he looks great doesn't he he does he's uh, the stick he got off the press in the first week when we signed him, the price of his transfer and all that, he could have ended up somewhere, something like Makeda or Gary Bertels or indeed your mate Falcao. Um, but he's done brilliant and he looks like he's playing Rooney. Blackie's black. There's Blackie. He's just kind of arguing with the way for uh, home fans. Um, so we'll we'll get him back in a bit. When he's finished arguing with people, we'll get him back. Great one. Um, I think the key issue for me um, was what the fuck was Ronald Koeman wearing on that touchline? I noticed that from a distance. Yeah. He, Did you see it? He's do you know what he looked? Do you know what he looked like? You know, he looks like someone who's been invited on a works night out and told it's smart casual. <laughs> and no one on the fucking planet knows what smart casual actually means. I wouldn't have bought it. No. <laughs> I wouldn't no, no, he, lo- he looks a state. I don't think he's got it either, has he? Yeah. Right, I'm going to go and get... I'm going to go and get... Uh, who's this here? Come here, you. Come here. Come here, we're for the United Free Stand podcast. Yes. You happy with that or not? Um, good result. Good result, but... Again, not a great performance, but 
good result nonetheless. Yeah, are you going to get your mate on our coach in a couple of we'll when, get, he's, when he's won his world title? When he's won his world title, yeah. we'll get him on the coach. Which, no yeah. question. Tell Ant all the best from everyone at United we stand. And what he's got to do, because we're at Watford, aren't we? We're at Watford when he's fighting. So tell him not to fuck about this time and knock him out and not knock go a little bit. Yeah, in the distance. Yeah, because we're all. Second round, well, everyone, everyone will be uh, tired from the Watford trip. They yeah. want an early so finish. He owes us. Tell him he owes us. He owes us. He owes us. It's the greatest insult in football ever. I, I, Looking outside the front and shouting, scoring. <laughs> Someone. Uh, what? We're on a podcast. Wait a minute. We. Um, I just. I just tried to grab a quick word with a Southampton fan, and I said, uh, "You'll hear it back in here." He said something to the tune of. I said, uh, what were your thoughts on the match? He said, I thought your team played brilliant. He said, but your fans are the worst people on the planet or something like that. Which is which is obviously a massive compliment. Yeah. How are you, mate? Go to see United! Anyway, Packy, thoughts on the match? Go to see United! Started very slowly, all of a sudden we seem to pick up a little bit of uh, pace. Maybe a bit more momentum. You just wanted the ball quicker. Come we said around the equaliser. And we passed it until five minutes to go, in which case... What was obviously going to happen was the coasting. It both teams had settled for three-one. They scored, and therefore you've got a ten minutes at the end, including the five minutes added on. It's just under pressure for no reason whatsoever. What what showcased how much United were bossing that game was I reckon at least twelve thousand Southampton fans did not see that second goal of theirs. No, and the thing was they walked off as quickly as they possibly could. Do you reckon nearly everyone's back? Yeah, virtually. Yeah. Um, they walked. They walked off, but even when they scored there was a long enough there's five minutes plus five minutes added on time and they were their players were walking strolling back yeah, they'd, they'd given up think that's do, you think, do you think United were knackered or they just thought we're going to try and control this game now I think they wanted to control it it's, it's oh look who's just arrived James Scowcroft <laughs> afternoon podcast mate you alright yeah, you pass drop off at Ipswich at all uh, no, no 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 it doesn't just it, the M25 you can go up the M11 we could do though it gives us drops off drinking time I reckon if you got on this bus you're in entire career in the media will be over within minutes so yeah you're probably better off getting the train <laughs> thoughts on the match um, awful first half an hour fantastic next half an hour typical Man United turn off make it easy for the away uh, the home team and put everyone on their edge do you think United did turn off or they were just done in from midweek no, 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 don't give me that excuse. <laughs> I'll tell you what I've seen today, and I'll be honest with you, this Martial's a star, in my eyes, I think he's a star. So I saw him play 18 months ago in the yeah. Toulon tournament for a French under-19 side. And I'll tell you what, Wayne Rooney's got to be on his toes. I'm a massive Wayne Rooney fan, but he's everything Wayne Rooney was 10 years ago. Agreed. He's, he's quick, he's sharp. Even even the second goal was hands on the plate, but he was onto it and he finished it. Where did Rooney play today? What position? Well, Rooney played as a number 10 behind Martial, but he just didn't affect the game. Really. You know, he Rooney... was playing behind Schneidel at one point. At the moment, as a player... You... <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, you've got to affect the game as a footballer. Wayne Rooney's always affected a game of football. He can't yeah. do it anymore. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm a big man, I'm a big Rooney fan. I think he's a fantastic player. He deserves all the credit he got. But I tell you what, this lad, if he carries on... You know, I feel for him today because he stands up front. He has 34 passes before someone gets his head up and actually thinks, you know what, I'll play the ball to you. What about those two De Gea saves, though? And that's the uh, difference. Yeah, yeah. Weren't they unbelievable? Yeah. 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 Right, uh, what's his name? I've already forgotten his name. He want to get near then, you know, would you? Go it, mate. We'll see you on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah, we'll see you Wednesday. All the stuff that comes up. All the stuff that yeah. comes up. Uh, 
Right, we're being bundled back on to our coach. Uh, as you can probably detect, uh, everybody's pretty much happy with the result. Sounds like a lot of people were a bit twitchy near the end of the game, but never mind, we'd have all took three points at the start of that game. Uh, it's been a pretty decent weekend for United. City lost, United won. Uh, we're at least five and a half hours away from home, which means we can have uh, we can have a good party on the way back. Um, which uh, obviously there'll be a price to pay for that tomorrow, but we'll worry about that in the morning. Um, in terms of the podcast, that's it from us down at Southampton. Um, we're going to be back after. I think Ipswich on Wednesday we're going to attempt to do something after that so after we've spent three hours selling fanzines um, then uh, we're going to come and uh, and do a podcast after that and then the next away one will be after Arsenal but until then thanks for listening see you soon